So this is the last episode of the season. And I'm so sad that it's ending, but I am so excited for what is yet to come. Hi there, I'm Rosie, and welcome to my podcast, What Does Your Family Look Like? If you're a first-time listener, then welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. I appreciate all of you. So, this episode is the last one of my first season, and I'd like to take this time to wrap things up. All of you listeners are like little twinkling stars to me. You have brought me such light and joy to have gone on this journey with me. I owe you my deepest gratitude. I have had the time of my life creating this podcast Have no doubt, there will be another season because I'm having entirely too much fun to end it here. I'm going to share a little something with you, like I haven't shared enough, right? How this podcast came about. For years, and I mean like 20 years, I've had ideas for a play or a TV series or a comedy routine or a children's book. And I've bugged all my friends and family about all these ideas and trying to encourage them to like pull them in and help me. But, you know, people just were very kind and courteous and listened to me and said, yeah, 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 that's great. But they just remained ideas. They never took flight. And I would always say, I'm the idea person. I just need to partner with someone for the execution part. Well, you know how you hear yourself saying things and they sound crazy or empty after a while? That's how I felt. All of these ideas that went to the idea graveyard started to make me feel bad. Like, what's wrong with me that I can't follow through? Then the pandemic came and somehow provided me with clear vision of who I am, how I had undervalued myself through the years, and where my standing was in my family. All the insights I had gained turned me into a coiled spring, full of energy, waiting to be released, ready to bounce into action. Finally, creative action. I had to get all of my realizations out of my system and into the world. And the result was this podcast. So let me tell you a little bit about how the whole inception of this podcast began. I was at a neighbor's. It was a group of girls. We were doing a painting session with wine. And I was playing some of my videos. I tend to make funny videos or I think they're funny. And one of my neighbors said, I really like them. They're really funny. You should do something with this. You know, and then several weeks go by, and this particular neighbor and I kept talking, and she encouraged me to do something with my ideas. And I had talked to her about the idea about not having children and how I wanted to share that, which was a far cry from the funny videos that she had seen. So she said, you know what, I'm go- let's make a meeting. I'm going to meet with you 
in a few weeks, and we're going to talk about your idea and how we're going to make it happen. I didn't know in what form it was going to take. And I said, okay, if you're willing, wow, you're interested. I, I have somebody interested in helping me. That's great. So we met, and she had a laundry list of questions for me, which really shocked me. And we had a good hour and a half session. And out of that session came goals. And she said, in a month's time, I think you should have this many podcasts. And well, meanwhile, I'm like, I don't even know how to do a podcast. So what I did was I said to her, like, like let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's, let me figure out how to do this. And so I went online, and thank God for Google. And I Googled podcast hosts, and I landed on Buzzsprout, which that's where my my podcasts reside. And they had t- tutorials. And I swear to you, if I could do it, anybody if I could do it, anybody can do it. It was really, really spelled out for me. And it was detailed. And as far as equipment, for example, they were like, this is what you buy, go to Amazon, buy these mics. It was that, that laid out. It was, it was great. And I did. And then I just started experimenting with my, with the voice and the microphones and I have my wonderful great niece, Emily, who knows how to do tech and knows how to do sound and editing. And so suddenly I had content that I was developing, and I had an editor and a sound engineer. So why not? Let's just do it. And so then I've just spent all my days for the last two months writing and recording and Emily editing. And that's kind of how this whole podcast thing came up. So there were some listeners that had questions. And I have my niece, Emily, here to ask them. Okay, so the first one is, first off, Thank you for doing this. I love your stories. They're very inspiring. My question is, what's one thing you attribute you and Tony's success in living in step? Well, first of all, thank you for those comments. I really appreciate it. Uh, To answer your question, we took a long run, big picture approach to most things, which really helped us when a controversial situation arose. In a controversial situation, we asked, what was in the children's best interest in the long run. Not the here and now, but down the road. And then work backwards from that. So let's take something simple as an example. Holidays. Who gets the kids for Thanksgiving? Well, most couples when they divorce have holidays outlined in the divorce decree. But we don't always lead our lives like that, right? So something comes up and you need to make a change. Sounds like a simple thing, right? But the little things can blow up into really big, ugly arguments. And who is the big loser here? It's always the kids. So do you fight over that one day of the year? Or do you look at the long run and realize it makes no difference, really? And that philosophy kept us in good stead. 
And taking the high road is also something we try to live by. If there's a fork in the road, take the high road. All right, Emily, what's the second question? All right, the second one is, I love the podcast. You are too cute. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Now, I relate to this question, too. What is your biggest relationship advice? My biggest relationship advice would be to know in advance the important decisions before you marry. Whether it's religion or finances, how you're going to handle the finances, or if you're going to have children or not. Don't kid yourself into thinking that you can change your spouse or your partner after you get married. Because it's just not going to work. And it usually leads to arguments and just a lot of big problems. So some of the big things I think need to be worked out in advance. Hey, um, there's something else I wanted to introduce, I wanted to talk about. Um, it's about unintended consequences. And I'm, I'm doing it here because I wanted to put it in a prior episode, and there was no real place to put it. I have alluded to unintended consequences in prior episodes, but I really wanted to give an, ex- an example here of um, how, how it fit in for me. There has always been a concept that has intrigued me, and that is the concept of unintended consequences. Unintended consequences are situations where an action results in a potential outcome that is not what was initially intended. I find them fascinating. When we think of them, we tend to think of an action that leads unintentionally to a negative consequence, but I like to think of positive ones. Well, the biggest one that comes to mind has to do with the pandemic. Our neighborhood changed over the past two plus years. Old neighbors moved out and new neighbors moved in. Because of the pandemic, we were forced to congregate outside. Sounds delightful in the warm months and challenging in the late fall and winter. We found creative ways, as so many did, to stay social. We hung out around the fire pit or the electric heaters or the propane heaters and continued to do so throughout the pandemic. And, you know, that was a long time, about two years. So what was the unintended consequence here? We became family. We became very close and reliant upon each other for support, for comfort, for joy. We truly became one big family and have continued to do so. And it wasn't like that before 2020. So I think that's pretty cool. So this is the last episode of the season. And I'm so sad that it's ending, but I am so excited for what is yet to come, which will be season two, when I'm not sure when it's coming out, but we will keep you posted. Not only do I not know when, but I don't even really know what it's going to look like. And that's what is so fun. It's mysterious. Um, I also want to thank people for their comments and their text messages. My phone has been blowing up, as the kids say. I'd like to take this time now to thank the people that made this happen. That would be my great niece, Emily, her mother, Stephanie, my other great niece, Sori, my neighbor Mira 
and my husband Tony who has put up with me bossing him around telling him don't walk around the house don't flush the toilet don't stomp don't open the refrigerator don't do anything while I'm taping all you can do is breathe I want to thank him for putting up with me until next time Sometime down the road, we shall meet again. Thanks a lot. All right, Tone, I'm done. <laughs>